Alright, this video is about Leaders Eat Last by Simon Sinek. Simon Sinek. Simon Sinek. So I chanced upon this book, not in the library or whatnot, but actually procrastinating on YouTube, just watching random videos, and his video just suddenly popped up in my recommended page. So as a procrastinator, you, you just click on the video. And to my surprise, his videos were was extremely, how you could say this, inspiring, you know. And he talks about leaders. For example, like the Marines where they trust each other with their lives because they know that their other colleagues or brothers or sisters will do the same if there were the time in need. And then just by binge-watching a lot of his videos and his talks on leadership and how companies are running and their effects on whatsoever, their shareholders, their customers, their employees. And I really liked it a lot. So in the end, I picked up this book, Leaders It Last. And being a skeptic as I am, I thought the book would be okay. But in the end, it was amazing. I got hooked immediately after reading the first chapter and the rest of the chapters was valuable for me because I want to be a great leader. This video is about me sharing on five things or what I have learned so far in the book. And a circle of safety is something that leaders provide. They, they draw a circle of safety around their people and they say, um, if I keep you safe internally and you do not fear any dangers internally, then you are more likely to work together, trust each other and cooperate to face the dangers externally. And so a safety circle is basically a boundary that you feel protected, you feel safe, you feel that you are in good hands. In companies, usually there is a safety circle. For example, in this uncertain economy, do you feel that you're going to lose your job or do you feel that other people are going to lose the job? If you are the latter, or if you don't fear that you're going to lose the job, then you are in that safety circle. Otherwise, I'm sorry to say that you're not in. And this safety circle is basically started with one person, which is usually the CEO of the company. And then it extends to the management and then to the managers and then to the supervisors and whatnot. It depends on that one person on how much the safety circle is expanded. If you do not fear your job, that means your leaders extend the circle to you. And why do they do this? I assume that most of you guys are at the base level of the hierarchy of a company. And they do this because the whole purpose of a business or a company is to fight the external uncertain conditions that the company is going through. So for example, the coronavirus or this downturn economy, that is things that we can't control. However, the things that we can control are within the limits of that safety circle. If the inside of the company is fearful, paranoid, or even focus on self-interest, then it's really very hard for the business to survive without firing or laying off anyone. 
So I think most of us have experience not in the safety circle. So probably you fear that, or I have feared that I could get fired by my job, get caught for doing mistakes, or even hiding the mistakes that I have done. However, after reading the book, I have realized that once you make a mistake, you own up, you learn from the mistake, face the consequences, and just move on. If this process is not being feared, then that means people feel safe doing mistakes, which inevitably grow the company. So when is the last time that you feel comfortable making a mistake? Second, being a leader in your company is like being a parent. From birth till maybe the age of 21 or an adult, who take care of you? Your parents. Your parents took care of your financial needs, emotional needs, have food on the table and also have a shelter on top of your head. However, after 21, who does that for you? Not you, but the leader of the company. They give you money to buy food, hopefully you buy food, and shelter or place to live. At the same time, hopefully they have mentors to guide you through not only in your work, but overall your life. What do you want to do? Your purpose, your fulfillment in life. And your colleagues are going to be the emotional support of your work and also the guidance that you need. And who is able to give this quality of support are your managers, your supervisors, and most of all, the leader of the company. So being a leader of a business or a company is like being a parent. What if your boss came to you and said, hey, I'm not going to fire you. And on top of it, you're going to get a lifetime employment. How would you feel? I think most of us, including me, feel safe, protected, and feel at ease. And that is what this company called Next Jump did to the employees. They have this lifetime employment policy that they passed. And what they have seen so far is that the employees actually became more open to communication and brought up mistakes even before they have been created. What's more, they care deeply of your growth and development. As Next Jump is an IT tech company where, and as a software developer myself, the turnover rate for tech people are usually around 40%, even in those big companies like Google and Facebook. Well, in Next Jump, since they care about your personal development and have this lifetime employment policy, the turnover rate in the next jump is actually 1%. Even though these employees have offers much higher than their pay grade and have better opportunities, they rather feel safe and be a part of something bigger rather than being richer. So money can't buy your employees if you invest in your employees. Next, your work changed my life. Imagine if someone come up to you face to face and tell you, your work changed my life. How would you feel? 
you probably feel very motivated, inspired, and want to work even harder because you felt that human presence and emotions coming from the customer. Now, let's go to a level down. You see a video of the person appreciating your work, saying the same thing. Your work changed my life. How would you feel then? Yeah, you feel inspired. You feel a little bit motivated. You want to work hard. But at the same time, it is very surface because it's just a video, right? So that motivation might not last very long. And let's move a level down. You see a comment of the product and service that you have created. And someone said, you have changed my life. How would you feel? You definitely will feel inspired and motivated, but in the end, it will only last maybe for one day. Maybe that day was the happiest day of your life because that comment really made your day. But other than that, is it humane? Can you feel the relationship with that person? Not really. So out of the three, which of the following will give you the most impact towards your work? You probably say the person who comes up to you and thank you with a hug or handshake. We humans appreciate hard work and time spent. Whether it is a person coming down to the office and appreciating or even volunteering. That's why when people donate a certain amount of money, people have this stigma saying that that person just want to look better in their portfolio by having a huge donation to a charity. However, I'm not saying donations are bad, but that is just a stigma behind donating money for anyone. But what if the person donated their time and effort towards helping the people? What's then your impression? You probably will say that, okay, wow, that's good. You actually spend time and energy to actually help these people in need. And that's why people actually appreciate not the money that people donate, but actually they appreciate more on the time and en energy that people have put in, whether it's volunteering or showing appreciation. And that's why I feel that if you have that kind of appreciation firsthand, you will definitely get motivated. And that's how leaders should be, appreciating face-to-face. -face. Lastly, customers will never love a company until the employees love it first. So have you ever loved a product so much or service so much that you tell your friends? Why do we do that? It's because if it benefits us, we will think that it will benefit others. That's why we like to share for example, a product that's amazing, that changed your life. And you might think this will really help your friends to change theirs. But maybe it's not so impactful. But being an employee is the same. Because an employee is working for a company, for a product or for a service. And if the employee loves the product or service, then they will also love to share to other people who would benefit from it. And the customer will feel the genuine benefits they get from a person who's highly motivated from a company that they love.
So that's why that you could think as the company as the product. And if the employee loves the product or the company, then they will share the company to the customers. So if the person at the top doesn't love the company, then the people below might or might not like the company, which will then affect the customers who are buying the service or buying the product. So let me share an experience where I could see that people loved working in their company. So it was five minutes before the opening of the store and the people inside were actually dancing to music and they were really happy. They were hyping it up. People were cheering each other and there were smiles. And when it opened, they were giving high fives, saying good mornings and just being very cheerful. So guess which retail store it is? Apple. The Apple employees did that. It was one of the best experiences that I had going into a store. I would rate it 6 stars out of 5. It's really something that not a lot of stores do. If you have a bad day, just go to the Apple store before it opens. See how happy the people are and just enter it. Don't have to buy anything. Feed off their positive energy from it. And you could say that whether it's genuine or not, you could feel that the customer experience was amazing because the employees made it amazing. So in summary, being a leader is easy. You can just go apply for a management job. But being a great leader is hard because first, you need to impose a safety circle so that everyone can feel that they have something to fight for. And with this safety circle, you have to act like a parent because you have to take care of them. They were once under the care of their parents and now they are under the care of you. So how are you going to treat your children exactly? You want them to grow, to feel happy and you want the best for them. And at most, even though you can't have a lifetime employment, but having the employees feel safe and protected makes them willing to be more responsible, open and happier working in a company and giving appreciation. Even though it doesn't change your life but being there for them, saying thank you for sacrificing your time to work for me face to face really helps a lot. And with that, if the employees love the company, the customers will then too. So that's it. That is the summary of Leaders Eat Last. It is one of a better book that I've read, Being a Leader. And this is my opinion, is that I feel that every company, if I were to be a president of a company, in order for you to start a business, you have to go through leadership training. I think that is something that we are all lacking on how to be a great leader. That's about it. Thank you for listening to this video. If you like it, give it a thumbs up. And if you want more of these summaries of these videos, subscribe and comment down below on what book 
I should read next. Maybe I can talk about this in terms of like tech leadership or how to be a good tech lead. So that's it. Thank you. Have a nice day. Bye. Bye.